Welcome back in, Sabercast fans, and welcome to another edition of Cat Chronicles, the official podcast of the Houston Sabercast. And as always, you guys know me, I'm Cody Davis, and ladies and gentlemen, you guys know the drill right now. Every single time we come on this show, we are joined by a new member of the Houston Sabercast, and today I have the pleasure of introducing Mr. Maka Anufe. Maka, what's going on, my man, and welcome to the Houston Sabercats. What's going on, man? Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> No worries, man. I appreciate you for taking time out of your day to come join me here on Cat Chronicles. Maka, before we get started, man, how excited are you about the possibility of joining the Houston Sabercats in 2022? I mean... Lost for words? <laughs> yes. I mean, this is... I'm just glad, man. The move, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. I'm excited for the future and especially what Henneke and Putin and what they got going on and what, you know, they want for this team. And it's something that fits me, and I, I can't wait. Mm. You mentioned Pote, you mentioned, you mentioned Hanukkah. Have you had an opportunity to kind of establish a relationship with those two guys? Yeah, uh, I've talked a bit with Hanukkah and Pote. I, I'm training with them right now, and uh, they're real good people, man. They know their stuff, and uh, they know what they're talking about. So mm. it's really good. What is it about working with Pote and Hanukkah that makes you feel excited that the Houston Sabercats are going to be one of the best teams for this upcoming season? Well, it's South African, man. Um, I've been on the seventh circuit and playing against South Africa. They, they just have a culture, their brotherhood. And that's one thing I really noticed just observing from whenever I'm on tour and stuff. And that's exactly what they bring and what they're about. They, I mean, they're not, there's a lot of people out there that talk, you know, culture and all family, but these guys, they really, I can tell it's genuine and they really mean it. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned the word culture and that's something I think a lot of sports fans, it doesn't matter the sport, it doesn't matter the lead that a lot of people kind of overlook, especially a team that's rebuilding like the Sabercats. You know, you mentioned culture, you mentioned the brotherhood. Can you talk about how important developing that chemistry, developing that camaraderie is to an organization like the Sabercats in hopes of getting them to the team where they want to be, where they can start winning championships? Um, I mean, it's really important. Uh, building that, it's you know the person inside out. You know you can trust them. You know what their weakness is at. And at the end of the day, you can be honest with them and not take it the wrong way. And it'd be genuine and know that at the end of the day, you want the best for them. So culture, it's, it's kind of – it's the same thing as family. I mean, you, you fight, you love each other, and – yeah, that's that's what it means to me. I mean, it's bigger than a lot of I don't know. It's kind of connected to life in itself. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. My guy, um, you know, looking over your career, your rugby career before joining the MLR and before join, joining the Houston Sabercats, I realized that you actually had an opportunity to play in the Olympics in 2016 when the Olympics was in Rio. Can you talk about your experience there and also how can your Olympic experience actually help you for this upcoming MLR season with the Sabercats? Uh, my Olympic, yeah, it was just, it was mind blowing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect to be there. Uh, it was just a, a big achievement in my life. And uh, yeah, it was really good to be over there with the boys. Uh, definitely seeing another side of the world and what other people go through and what they struggle and it showed me that living in America you know 
I, I got it better than a lot of other people that are really struggling. So it, it, it was a humbling experience. And uh, yeah, just how, what was your second question? How will your Olympic experience actually help you in order to get ready for the MLR for this upcoming season? Um, that in itself, um, it'll help. I guess I can help those that are coming up. I mean, I've been, I've been playing internationally and, you know, I like to think that I, I know what it takes to play. So just helping others. I mean, that was one thing I got out of that was, you know, America, you know, we got a lot of good things happening over here and why not help others? And I know, I don't know, I, I know the game of rugby and I played it for quite a while professionally. So yeah, just be a better teammate. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a really quiet person. I'm an introvert. So it's kind of surprising that I'm even doing this <laughs> podcast with you, but uh, yeah, just making a voice, putting my voice out there and uh, just trying to help others. Mm. In 2016, we had a Houston Sabercast member, a new Sabercast member, by the way. Um, his name is Danny Barry. Did you have an opportunity to play with him at that time? I have. I've been playing with him for six years. That's my man right there. He, that guy really helps me a lot, especially mm -hmm. the mental game. He's uh, mm. he's helped me, man. And, uh, you know, I can't say that me and him are really on good terms. So when we do tackling, you know, he goes kind of <laughs> easy on me. He don't really bump me up like he be doing to the other guys. So <laughs> I'm awesome. hoping he still keeps that same energy over here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome, my guy. How exciting is it knowing that, you know, you're coming to a new city, you come into a new organization, but you have someone that you already have that chemistry and that camaraderie with in Danny Barrett? Um, to be honest, it's I'm grateful, man, because he's someone that can, like I said before, he's helped me. He, he understands me, I guess you could say. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm a quiet person and I know he'll get me out of that. Mm -hmm. Cause just even on the field with him, man, just a look he'll give me. And I know like he's about, he's like, you know, F the bushes, you better bring it. That's mm -hmm. why you're here. So I know what he'll do on the field. He does off the field. And, even with him, I, um, him, Danny Barrett, Matai, Leota, just two of them. I got two of them that I've had six years with. And, uh, you know, I, I I used to, me and my family, my wife, we used to dog sit his dog, uh, Lola. So mm -hmm. he's not just a teammate. He's, you know, he's family. He's family to me. Mm. Can you talk about your experience playing in the Rugby Sevens in the United States? Oh, yeah. Um, just the hype, just having the own, you know, your own fans or your own support there is, is really something, man. Uh, I, I love it. I don't know. I guess you could say if you think, if I think about it, every time I play in the USA 7, that's probably the best I play. So mm -hmm. it's just the fans, man, and all the hype and all the love that you get. And especially my family, they, they come to support, you know, they can't go overseas. So, mm -hmm. Knowing that they're really on the field and they're watching on the stands, it pushes me to even try harder. Mm. 
you know, you played in the sevens, you played in Olympus in two, in 2016, you know, you, you, you've been all over playing, playing rugby in your career. If you had to pick the pinnacle of your career as of right now, before joining this team, what would that be? Pinnacle. Jeez. I honestly don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> no worries. No worries, my guy. Coming up next, we're going to get an opportunity to know Maka on the personal level, like what he's like to do in his spare time and, of course, how much family means to him. Welcome back in, Sabercast fans, to this latest installment of Cat Chronicles, the official podcast of the Houston Sabercast. Of course, joining me here today is Maka. Maka, you know, everybody has a start to their career, and you had an opportunity to tell me that it was actually your dad in 2006 that introduced you to the sport of rugby. How did that go about, and what was it about rugby that got you into this sport that made you say, you know what, when I get older in my life, I want that to be my career? Um, yeah, so I live with my dad in Tonga and, uh, my first day there, well, it was, I would say, I told you it was my dad, but it was, uh, missionaries, Mormon missionaries that were serving in Tonga and, uh, mm-hmm. they just had a rugby ball and they saw that I, I didn't really speak the language. So they asked me to play some rugby and, uh, played a little bit and yeah, that's how I really like got introduced to it. Um, I moved back to the States and I didn't, I stopped playing. Well, I played a little bit, but it wasn't my main focus. Uh, just played football, football and basketball. And then I dropped out of high school and I didn't really do anything. And my cousin was actually playing for the USA Sevens, Mike Balafau. And uh, he knew that I wasn't really doing anything. I was just staying home with my wife and kid and uh, asked me if I wanted to play rugby or give it a try and play. Uh, so I did. Uh, I played for the Utah Warriors sevens team over there. I got picked up by uh, Al Caravelli, the coach at the time. So I didn't really, it wasn't really a goal for me to play rugby. I guess I was just lucky. Um, somebody, my family member knew that I wasn't really doing anything and, knew I had the potential to play. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it became my career. Mm. With all that being said, how much does this sport mean to you personally? Beyond beyond just going out there on the pitch and competing? I mean, rugby has taught me a lot. It, It honestly taught me about brotherhood. That's where I really learned rugby was a brotherhood brotherhood, and even more just uh, not even – it's just getting to know players from other countries as well and growing a bond with them. I mean, like I was talking about the South Africans uh, or the other teams, Kenyan teams, like it's, it's even a brotherhood with them, not even with your own teammates. At the end of the day, we're trying to smash each other. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you go to the – I don't know, you go to after party with them and you're literally just drinking beers with them, chilling with them, really getting to know them and stuff. And it, it creates even a better, bigger brotherhood, I guess. Mm. 
I can't help but notice, but throughout this whole entire interview, you mentioned the term brotherhood a lot. And not only that, you talked about your family a lot. So, you know, can if you if you don't mind sharing, you know, what is it about not just the brotherhood, but creating that bond within your teammates that can actually that that actually makes you feel more comfortable in and in, in to have that trust level with these guys Ooh. that you're going out here on the rugby pitch with. So it's it, we call it the uh, USA Sevens. Mike Friday calls it the Yaka Yard, and that's literally where they push you to your limits, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Like they just you, it's probably forty five minutes of work of just bear cross a hundred yards, bear cross back a hundred yards. Like they're just, you know, they're trying to see what you can do, and it really brings a bond to see other people. You know, the next person next to you, your own teammate, literally dying, but he's doing the same thing. And at the same time, he's trying to push you to overcome those obstacles mentally that you're going to go through and not give up. So for me, when I, I grew my bond with them and I knew that I could trust them was those fitness days, yucky yard or whatever you want to call it. Just you're just dying on the field and literally seeing, you know, the person next to you, he's thinking the same thing you're thinking and he's still pushing. So, mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that in itself, and even I've been teammates have really helped me. There are certain teammates that really helped me that, like, mentally, because, like I said, I'm an introvert. I'm all in my head, and uh, they really took the time to, you know, just really try and understand me, but then keep me accountable as well and want the best for me. I guess you could say, even not even just me, my family. Mm-hmm. Try to help my wife and my three kids, and that goes a long way with me. So, yeah. Hmm. Are you you in Houston now, correct? Yes. We in hmm. Ace Town. <laughs> how you how you enjoying the city of Houston so far? Oh, uh, I love it. My family, we love it. We lived in California for 10 years. So hmm. it's different, different culture, <laughs> but hey, I I honestly love it, man. They, you know, hmm. there's no there's more, I don't know how you can say it. They're they're up front, you know, they, mm-hmm. they don't hide around the bush. And that's what I love. If you're up front with me, then, I mean, hey, that's up to you. But uh, the humidity, dog, is something else. So, Maka, you know, you, you're down here in Houston. You know, you have your family with you, you know. And this is one of the, my, my favorite questions I like to ask, especially guys who actually have an opportunity to bring their family down with them. How important is it for you, on a personal note, to have your wife in your, I think you have three kids, correct? Yeah to have your wife and your three kids to come down here and just experience this Houston Sabercats opportunity with you? I mean, the fact that they brought my family, my wife and my kids here is it's a big blessing. And I'm thankful. Um, to be honest, man, I couldn't, I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for my wife. She literally, she's been through a lot and she's helped me through a lot. And you know, she's like my second mom, I guess you could say, or third mom, however you want to say it. She is just, even my three kids, it's, I don't know, just being a dad, um, coming home to your kids, your wife and your kids. Even I got three dogs, so I guess you could say six kids. And just coming home on a hard day or whatever it may be, mentally, emotionally, physically, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just a family man, and it's what I need to be me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. awesome sounds good my god how long you've been married if you don't mind me asking been married for 11 years 
How did y'all meet? Um, in high school. Oh wow! So y'all high school sweethearts. Yeah, I, I yeah, we actually got married in high school. I was a senior and she was a junior. Mm. So, yeah, we got a lot of history. Still married. So. <laughs> what, what, what's the what's, what's the secret to having a marriage that long? Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Sounds good, my man. You know, when you're not working out, when you're not on a rugby pitch, when you're not battling out with the opposing team, what are some of the things you like to do off the rugby pitch that actually that that you just like to enjoy? It could be like watching watching Netflix, watching Hulu, listening to music, whatever the case might be. Bro, I'm a big time gamer. Oh, okay. I game. I, game. I, I play games on my son. Uh. I'm a Fortnite player. I play Fortnite, Call of mm-hmm. Duty. Oh, you play Call of Duty? Yeah, well, not really. I do, but I'm more of a Fortnite. I'm into Fortnite. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, I'm honest, bro. Like, I'll be on that game for six hours. That's why my, I'm I'm glad for my wife. She can she can live through. That. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Fortnite? Because a lot of people still don't understand the hype surrounding it. Like, what is it about it? What type of rush do you get when you're playing it? It's just building, man. Like. What kind of game can you protect yourself with building? Like mm-hmm. somebody, you immediately got shield building up, and not even that, you can make all kind of designs and edits. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I I'm a season. I've, I've been there from the beginning of the game, so I love it. It's just my <laughs> game. I don't know, man. My addiction. How how nice is it to actually have that? And able to, you know, use that game to not only just enjoy it for yourself, but actually use that as a bonding experience with your son. Because you just mentioned you love playing that game with your son. <laughs> oh, I don't know about bonding, man. Sometimes me and him won't be one, and we, I get so mad because mm-hmm. he's getting better than me, and it's <laughs> it's very competitive. But hey, that I mean, I'm a professional athlete, so it comes with it. But uh, mm-hmm. this is, I don't know, it's. It's a good bond, man, but it's very competitive. So I don't know if it's a bond. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we're on the same team, we try. He's trying to get more kills than me, and I'm like, bro, come on, we're on the same team. <laughs> awesome, sounds good. Last question before getting out of here. In the next couple of weeks, you along with Danny Barrett and the rest of the Houston Sabercats, you guys are going to start the 2022 season. What message do you have to the fans out there to let them know that 2022 is going to be a different experience than before? It's just, ooh. I mean, I can't speak from next year, last year, but I don't know. It's just a new culture, new team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those that are still riding behind the Sabercats, uh, keep riding, man, because mm-hmm. – I mean, we we all we are all excited mm-hmm. for the upcoming future and what we're gonna represent for Sabercats. And uh, you know, I know a lot of people on the team are really hungry, especially the way how they've been playing the recent years. Like I know there's a lot of people that are hungry and especially not just the players, but the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Like they really want to change the team, you know, jump on the bandwagon now, because <laughs> No more talk. It's about the action now. So we'll yes, see. sir. Yes, sir. I like that. Maka, really quick. Where can our listeners follow you at on social media? Um, I have a Twitter um, at Maka Anufe, and then I have an Instagram. But my Instagram is with it's me and my wife. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. If oh, you so y'all share it. Y'all share it. 
Yeah. We okay. Hey, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so it's Bex underscore Mox with the mm-hmm. Z. Bex underscore Mox with the Z as well. So yeah, if you guys want to follow me up, you're going to have to go through my wife if she wants to hit it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> yes, sir. And welcome once again to the Houston Cats. Appreciate you, Cody.